Falcon and Winter Soldier After Show, Episode 6, Season Finale. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. That's co-host Paul Lau and also Amanda Castrillo, who I just asked Hi. how you're doing, and you answered with, you're doing all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm awake. All right. Uh, that's that's good. That's the spark notes, I guess, for, <laughs> for the last minute that I look like an idiot uh, without fun. audio. Um, we are streaming to uh, four different platforms right now, uh, as we tend to do uh, with the Keeg uh, shows that we do. But our main platform is volume.com slash the Keeg show. That is the chat that you can see literally in this window. That's the chat. It's coming from volume.com slash the Keeg show. Volume.com is a streaming platform for performers, artists, musicians, so on and so forth. We're the, the niche geek content on this platform. Uh, uh, so I'm happy to be there. They treat us right. We treat them right. Um, but wherever you are watching this, like, follow, subscribe, do all that sort of thing. We are going to be talking about this episode uh, and uh, the season finale uh, uh, and what we hope is to come, so on and so forth. But I do see all the chats out there so don't worry caged a savage caged a savage i see you out there uh it's smitty uh i see you out there um okay yeah 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 uh i see you and we will get to all of that soon enough uh amanda because yeah. special guests uh, aren't on every episode of the after show like this is your first uh falcon winter soldier after show episode what were your thoughts going into this episode like what did you hope would happen okay so i definitely hope to see uh sam's new suit um i was like 99.9 percent .9 sure that what was in the box was a suit from wakanda which like i'm so happy that it was it was so dope right um yeah. i also wanted to find out like who the power broker was and again it was like i was right it was sharon um it was pretty obvious from like the past couple of episodes that she was kind of up to some sketchy stuff right and I was also hoping that it wasn't going to like rip my heart out. <laughs> right. I because cried once. I cried, I cried at one part. I cried like three times, but I'm also oh, okay. like a wimp. So <laughs> I cry at everything. Like, yeah. and I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, I hope nobody that I love dies. I hope that Isaiah's okay. Like, I yeah. hope I, I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting there hoping for the best and like planning for the worst. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was crying happy tears. I wasn't like, sobbing because I was like supremely upset which is a good yeah. thing so yeah yeah and also uh, like I was like really curious to see what was going to happen with John but um that was I have I have feelings about that <laughs> I do have some feelings about that and we will get to that so uh like I feel like each character we need to we need we do need to talk about we need to talk about the plot and everything uh I see everybody out there uh uh let's see who's out there uh, we got uh, Aries, we got Matthew Mori, we got Miss Marauder, we got Sky Will Wilfredos, Sky Will Fredos, Sky Will Fredos out there. Um, uh, we have uh, uh, Superbeard stopped by to say he was sick and he couldn't stick around, but uh, what's up to Superbeard? Dennis Brochart uh, is out there. And uh, obviously Poop 34, but we know who Poop 34 is. It's kind of like the question about who's the power broker. Who's Poop 34, Paul? I'll never tell. That was weird. Yeah. That was really weird. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paul apologizes. Um, there's a lot of comments, and so we will get to them as far as like uh, the comments on, on volume. But... Um, 
Well, I mean, let, let's just do that. Well, before we do that, while I'm reading through it, Paul, what were your hopes and fears going into this episode? Um, fears? Uh, I was wonder. I don't know, like, maybe this was Bucky's end, you know? That, because, yeah. like, he's not going to be taking the mantle of the captain, and we don't really know what he wants to do after this. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's like a 2%, 3% chance of that happening. Uh, mm. he's, he's half the reason people watch this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 every time I think it's going to be the slow buildup, it's never that every episode has been just like, just jump in like cold water in the morning. And, yeah. uh, this, this was this definitely just like that. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm disappointed that the power broker was the power broker. Cause then I have questions about. Why would you lead them to your scientists? Yeah. That that really kind of, I don't know. I I wish I could say this was like my favorite episode. Uh, everything with Isaiah Bradley. I mean, I'm glad he got to come back one more time. You know? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, in my opinion, there was a lot of things here that like I really did like and I was looking forward to and a lot of it came true and it was great. And at the same time, some of these things fell flat, um, which which we we will talk about. Miss Marauder says uh, uh, that she would like a formal apology from the people who yeah. told her that Sharon can't be the power broker because the Flag Smashers are the enemy of the power broker last week. And Dennis Brochart in the comments says uh, he apologizes. He thought she was going to be undercover. This was so much better, which is also interesting. Let's talk about uh, uh, kind of um, uh, where we started. And no, Matthew, Matthew Morey, this is not the, the uh, uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers after show. So uh, thank you for that joke out there. Uh, Mighty Ducks. Anyway, um... Uh, how does this, how does this start off? It starts off with, um, how does this start off? What is the opening scene on this, sir? In this the opening episode? was that, like, the, um, I'm so Flag sorry, uh, the, the Flag Smashers, um, they're infiltrating the building, they're trying to stop the vote from happening, and then we see, like, um, Sam's new dope-ass Captain America outfit, yeah. and, yeah. like, it just stroke, like, right into the action, like, that's literally yeah. what happened. They threw gas what, uh, into the room and then they yeah. evacuate. What? Uh, okay, let's let's talk about Sam's suit, shall we? Uh, I I mean, it's literally like the comic suit. Like it's almost literally this same design, down to like the face mask thing yeah. that for some yeah. reason shows off his head. Like why? I, I, I was like, wondering that. Go, Bonk, you know, I'm never ready for the ears. Like to be oh. sticking out because he flies and your shit's going to pop when you're going Mach 3. But so. even if it's covered, it's going to pop too. I mean, it's about pressure. Dampening. Okay. Yeah, okay. I guess you could like seal the suit except for the scalp and then pull yeah. a uh, Carol Danvers. Yeah, <laughs> but the whole scalp thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the scalp showing, like just the not. I mean, we're saying scalp, but like his top of his head. I just he needs to show his edges. It's a yeah. crown. <laughs> He's a king. I, I I get it, but okay. I mean, it's it's pretty much literally the the comic version. More white down. though on the mm -hmm. chest. Yeah. 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 I like it though. I liked it, and, and the wings 
like we're way more versatile. We see way more wing tricks, mm-hmm. right? They're stronger. Yeah. They're, well, I mean, yeah, but like, so. like, did, was there any wing trick or anything that you uh, guys saw in this episode that like really stood out? Uh, when he was fighting Carly, and the wings were like coming in and out as he was fighting her. Like there was a part where the wings got like really small and then like shot back out again, and it was really really cool. And yeah. but like I think that's what um, they were made out of vibranium, so I think that's why they're able to do that. The previous wings weren't, so now they're a little bit more versatile and diverse, and they can move in ways they weren't able to before. Yeah, Red Wing is less offensive, like not no ballistic. <laughs> Did he offend you? Offend yeah, you? you know how Red Wing is. Always pooping in my yeah. head. Always yeah. eating the so other offensive. The the. Thor, Frog of Thunder, uh, whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, but like uh, no no guns, really. So. Red Wing? Yeah. Yeah, he had some lasers, but like, he has like two Red Wings now? Is that like... Yeah, that like he thing? can just put little rockets on stuff and then... That was an them. Iron Man move, right? Yeah. Yeah. The text like, is very familiar. Yeah. Uh, which is whatever. Uh, it's Wakanda. It, sure, he's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Miss Marauder says planting them into the ground when he fought Carly. Yeah, when it planted into the ground mm-hmm. and he blocked with the shield. Yeah, uh, uh, that was super cool. Not something that we've seen before. Uh, and then also he yeah. takes the full force of a falling helicopter at a certain point, right? Where the helicopter's flying, and then he puts the shield up. His and wings wrap goes. around the mm-hmm. shield. And then the helicopter just bounces off of him. I, I was so worried. It was like he doesn't know if it's gonna hit a car or not. Like I, whenever I see scenes like that, where I'm like, they're so bold, but at the same time, the cars are like perfectly spaced out so that nobody gets hit. But I'm like, what if a car was just like still? There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if some guy? What if just like a person was like, was like, oh, I think it's safe to cross here. And then they like, is cr- walk or don't walk? Oh, uh, walk? Okay. And then yeah. a helicopter bounces off a shield and, and falls on you. Yeah. you the know? Winter Soldier is tons of that. Cars not being able to stop during a chase scene or a fight scene. Um, you know that helicopters, they don't need the propeller on the center. They can control their like landing without the rotors spinning. Where? In a helicopter? In, in real life helicopters. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You're... when he huh. like when the when the whatever the flag smasher in the helicopter grazed the police copter and then the fire started coming from the turbines. I guess you're supposed to shut off the turbines and then just do a controlled crash or landing. So at a certain point, I think. Anyway, that's uh, realism. I would, I, I would like <laughs> to fly in a helicopter at some point. I've never flown in a helicopter. Um, I don't know if you guys have. Have you two flown a helicopter? No. Yeah. Nine tours? No. No. Um, <laughs> Loki kind of scared too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, same here. Miss um, Marauder says fate, the face part of Sam's uh, costume looks a little goofy, but she can appreciate the comic accuracy. Uh, also, his head's got to get cold. Um, Dennis Burchard says helmet. Yeah, his head would get really cold. He's like going super fast, flying in the cold New York weather, and it would just like freeze up his head. Um, uh, Matt Morey says when Sam is Captain America in the comics, does he keep the wings? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he does. Here, here's the thing though it's like, so Sam is essentially Captain America that isn't as strong, but he can fly instead, whereas Steve Rogers can't fly, right? Is that like the basic? Like power set. 
It's like a shield in flight or shield in strength. I, I mean, I think Captain America is more of like the, like the mantle itself is more of like the morale of the person, which is yeah. why like John Walker wasn't like the, a good fit like at all because we see like even without like the super um, soldier serum, he still had that like very down to earth, very like I want to help people attitude. And that's kind of what Cap is supposed to be about. It's less so about strength and more so about like humility. So right. I think no matter what skill set the person has, I think it has to do with their mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And th- I mean, that's definitely like, like why Sam is Captain America, whether people like it or not, is because of the spirit of the character, the personality of the character. And that's why like, like John Walker, I hated from the start. I'm like, just because you slap a suit on, uh, I mean, Sam says, he goes, what did he say? I'm not a super soldier. I don't have blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. And I just thought that was like very indicative of like, yeah. We want our our country savior to have blonde hair, blue eyes, superhuman. Well, he literally Sam said, isn't. Yeah, he, he literally said he was a black guy in Stars and Stripes. Yeah, and then he's like, "I see you all staring at me." Yeah. So I was like, "All right, kept it real," you know. Yeah, there's a lot of things that this series did not shy away from that I thought they were going to, you know. Um, yeah. And they said some things even in this episode. There, I was like, "You went there, and that's yeah. great." Mm-hmm. You know? And I think this episode also solidified for the people that were like, oh, why is everything political? Why do they have to make everything political? It was political from the start, homies. Like, this whole series right. literally started off telling you what it was about. And if you choose to ignore it, that's on you. But the series, like, from the get-go, told you what it was going to be about. And it didn't shy away from the hard topics and the hard, like, subjects that might make people uncomfortable. And... Sometimes you should be made uncomfortable. Sometimes you should be made to reflect on your actions and be made to reflect on what's going on. Because, yeah, sometimes it is political and sometimes it is, like, actually what it is about. And you ignoring it doesn't make it not about it, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so many people were talking about it on TikTok and people didn't want to buy it. And it was like, like, Miss Marauder saying that, like, she likes that Sam had to say it explicitly so that people can't ignore it or pretend it's not a thing. But, like, yeah. it sucks that if it isn't explicit, then people are like, no, you're reading too far into it. It's like, no, this is what, like, even from the get-go, like, the whole GRC, the whole premise is political, right? So, Isaiah Bradley's character in itself should tell you what the show is about. Yeah. You have to right. be ignorant to not understand what the show is about. Right. Like, you have to be deliberately just closing your eyes and ears. Right, yeah. I mean, Sam... Oh, oh go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go. I was just going to say Sam talking to uh, Bucky about what it really means to make amends is like, or you're not out there to avenge, you're there to amend. Amend, like, yeah. Yeah, just like how you actually go through things by facing them head on and helping. Being of service is just better and um, I, you're familiar with the Holy Fool, the the what's um, the Holy Fool? In in literature, there's always some like child telling the emperor he has no clothes, and that oh, okay. person is like considered a fool but speaking truth. And okay. essentially, Sam is kind of like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, because it's because when someone's underestimated, is that well, what it is? a lot of people are like politically they can't give you a straight answer. But mm. Sam is just like, look, he's he's not rich. You know, he's yeah. got personal struggles and he has 
uh, endless empathy, and he's just telling people there's suffering out there. Uh, the yeah. Buddha's story is kind of like that. It's yeah. just like, yeah, like help people. Don't treat people like this. Uh, he even compared them to like Thanos, like a crazy alien. And like, yeah. you now know what it's like to have nothing or to almost have nothing. Yeah. That whole speech um, so good. I, I want to do a, a shout out just because I think it's funny. Uh, we got Lamont Hobbs in uh, in one of our chats saying, I guess we don't respond to the chat unsubscribe. I'm sorry, Lamont. Did you did you have something uh, really important to say? Let's see. Uh, I love the show, but the last episode pooped the bed. Uh, Flag Smasher did nothing. So basically, Lamont, just the way that this this show works is we got a lot to talk about, and we will get to uh, what you say. But if you got to unsubscribe, you got to unsubscribe. Uh, <sighs> shrug emoji for you. Was it man. a gift sub? Uh, it, I, no, no, no. This one's on. Uh, this one's on YouTube. Uh, came uh, oh. so uh, uh, you know if you want a shout out Lamont we can do a shout out but I can't uh, do a ticker tape parade for you. Um, uh, but uh, let's talk about the plot of the episode. Um, uh, let's let did did this episode live up to your expectations for what you wanted? Like did it did it hit all the check marks on your like checklist? Uh, Amanda, yeah. I'll let you go. Yes, um, it actually did. Um, because I, I expected, like, I'm allowed to spoil here, obviously. It's fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. What kind like, of show would this be? <laughs> I, I don't know. Some people are like, ah, but like, um, I fully expected Carly to die. I didn't think that she was going to make it past the series. Right. Like, right. I, I fully expected her to go down with her cause. I don't think it would have been appropriate for any other ending. Um, and I did fully expect like Sharon to be the broker. I did fully expect I was I was afraid that Isaiah was going to die. I'm glad that he didn't. I'm glad that he got to see like basically the fruits of his own labor and the fruits of somebody else's labor like Sam. And uh, that the the statue scene killed me. That's where I like ascended into yeah. a different dimension. I cried <laughs> so much. I was yeah. like so silently sobbing on the couch. But like um also the only thing that kind of like the pacing was a bit weird because I felt like the episode ended right in the middle of the episode. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it kept going and I was like, oh. <laughs> yep. But like, yeah. I wasn't mad because it kind of wrapped up everything. Um, and, but as far as like what points I expected to hit, it hit all the points I expected it to hit. Like there wasn't yeah. anything where I was like, oh, that kind of sucked. So like it kind of, everything that I was thinking in my head happened and I'm satisfied. Like I yeah. ordered the food and the food came out on time and it was hot. So like, it was good. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple things that I'm like, ah, uh, mm, okay. Like you know. John Walker being buddy yeah. buddy. That, that was really weird. messed me up. That felt I, let's, odd. Let's, let's talk about John Walker. Uh, again, some comments said, uh, Lamont Hobbs said, I came out of this caring for John Walker more than anyone else is that what they're saying uh i mean that's not me i don't necessarily agree with that i care nothing about john walker um uh for for a couple reasons and i'll, I'll i'm gonna draw some parallels in a second but yeah john walker starts off like fighting everybody with his homemade shield and then i thought he's gonna get his comeuppance when is he gonna get his comeuppance isn't that the whole point if you're a dick you need a comeuppance but we're yeah. are we supposed to sympathize with him? Because I'm not sympathizing with him. 
whatever like the only thing that kept playing in my head like you know the, the tiktok sound that was like popular like last year was like did a fall 180 <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was like so confused because I'm like he was a complete asshole the last episode and then all of a sudden he was like patting Bucky on the back and he was just like trying to help people and shit and being he did like the Lincoln you know what? and I was like what the hell like it felt very sudden like yeah. John Walker's character arc I, I don't even know if you can call it an arc it felt very just sudden like I didn't expect him and unearned like because he still lied, to, like he still lied to Lamar's family. Like he right. still, like dead ass, like murked somebody in the street. Like, <laughs> like what? I'm so confused. I'm very right. confused about John Walker right now. Like, right. The fact that they just let him walk away, and I was like, after he also, you know, went against the government and put on Cap's like outfit again and made his own shield and went out as Captain America again. After the government said you can't do that, but nobody like nobody told him no. Nobody was like, "Hey, you you broke the law." He's got Val. Like, and yeah, make apparently. it make sense. Uh, like that. He, here's the thing. Uh, Dennis Brochart says that's the point. He falls a lot, grows, and becomes a hero. But that's not a character arc. A character arc isn't I slip and I fall until I don't fall. That's <laughs> like it, it, it's more like if it's your fault you need your comeuppance you need to be beaten down to a pulp lose everything learn your lesson but what lesson did john walker learn you need inciting incident yeah like I, it, it literally the like beginning? the lamar thing was two episodes no. ago that Fair was enough. so recent yeah. yeah right and then he lost he lost his stuff contessa what's her name what's her full name um valerie contessa something yeah beep Valerie. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character. Um, um, I'm going to try. <laughs> it's like so. five names. Valentina Allegra de, Va de yeah. Fontaine. So yeah. La Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. De, uh, uh, she came, gave him the card, gave him like a purpose. I get it. But at what point does he like say, I was wrong. Let me do something better. Like... He doesn't. He's just like, I'm going to make this arts and crafts project in my basement or whatever. Pinterest you know? shield. Yeah. It but looked good when it was un like from the front. It, it looked pretty good, I thought. I mean, it's still janky on the underside. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. just like a bunch of Cadbury foil. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, like, what did he learn from all of this? He didn't. He just was like, I'm going to come back at you with this frisbee. Well, they it. did the good son choice where it's like, you know, you you, you have to pick one, either go uh, after Carly or pull up the truck. And he's I don't like, buy it, though. Mm. I don't I buy it because before it, when that truck was on fire, he was still chasing Carly and Carly was doing kicks to his face. And like he didn't go and save. He just he went so far away from the armored cars to fight Carly and then Carly had to, like, drive it off a bridge or whatever that thing was, you know? We don't know the uh, super soldier strength variants, right? Yeah. Like, Bucky is technically weaker than the new wave, the second wave super soldier, or third wave, I guess. Is... Oh. Uh, maybe? I don't I don't know if it's actually been said, because there's, there's so many different super soldier serums now. I know. Because right? uh, the Korean War with Isaiah... 
Bradley and his squad. That was a different strength. Yeah. They all had different ones. Right. Like, can you guys still hear me? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Because like I that was something wonky happy with my headphones, and I was like, oh, did I break them? So we're yeah. good. No, 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 you're good. Yeah. Um, um, it's if Smitty says if John saved the people in the armored car, then it then I'd like him more since he went to save the people rather than trying to kill Carly. Yeah, he went to try to kill Carly first. He didn't go and save the armored car until it was right there on that, like, oh, no. I think he thought he had more time. He didn't didn't even start helping people until he got his shit clapped. Like, that's the thing, too. He he lost his shield. He realized that he wasn't going to be able to, like, beat people down. And then he was like, oh, maybe... Maybe I should, you know, <laughs> help out a little bit. Like, at first he was going in for blood, and then all of a sudden he was just, like, did a full 180, and so, all of a sudden I'm a superhero. Like, What's yeah. the, the tick supposed to indicate to the audience when he's just like, ah. Oh, yeah, he does that, right? He did that when he was dressed as U.S. agent, right? At the end, he did a tick. What's yeah. that tick? I, it, it's supposed to be PTSD, I assume. But it uh, reminds me of Harry Osborn in the third Spider-Man, where he's kind of like dopey and dumb. What? And he's talking to like the dead ghost of his father? No, 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 no. When he's in the third one, when he's just like, yeah. "Hey there, Petey. Yeah, we're just best buds, aren't we?" After he like hits his head and he's all after like, after he loses his memory. Yeah, oh, he's all cheesy. Oh my God. He's all weird, and that's kind of like how I, what I get from this is like the doy, the dope. Oh yeah, that's I, I forgot about that part in spider-man 3 but okay yeah it's a forgettable movie spider-man 3 was a a lot of things that one um it it was a lot (laughs) it was a lot (laughs) that was the biggest thing like john walker i feel like his character toward the end made like little sense and that's like one of my biggest complaints with the series where like he went from being this complete asshole so all of a sudden, like, buddying up. Like, I, if I was Bucky, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. Like, you just, like... Yeah, I, I think so, the like, intention was forgiveness because they were forgiving Carly mid-fight. Yeah. Falcon was not being an aggressor. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of like that, except that John Walker has been a giant monkey wrench the entire yeah. operation. Stay away from it. You're not like, helping. Yeah, like, Ever. Like he was always the aggressor too. Like he was yeah. always trying to square up, always trying to fight people. And it's just like in the name of helping, when he wasn't really helping, he was just ruining everything. So right. it's like like he's literally like indirectly the reason why Lamar died. Because if he had just stayed in his lane and let Sam talk, Lamar wouldn't have had to like get into that altercation in the first place. So it's like, but yeah. again, he doesn't get any consequences for his actions instead of it's like he still has a job, even though he has no like no medals and no honor. Like he still has a job and he's still not in jail. So what like, what consequences did he get? The personification right. of white privilege, I just didn't know would be John Walker, but maybe that's, that's exactly what it is. It's 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 the idea that you get a second chance and Sam wasn't even given a first chance. Like Sam had to take his chance. He wasn't given a first chance. Walker is given a second chance, uh, uh, you know, at least at, you know, not going to jail. Um, General Kratos says this series is the sequel to Loki series. Sharon Carter is Loki in disguise. Uh, although I do, that's, I do not buy that theory. Uh, uh, let's talk about Sharon Carter. Let's talk about Sharon Carter, who I just realized sounds like Aaron Carter. It, It does. I just realized that. Why? 
I mean, okay. Aaron Carter, Aaron Carter beat Shaq. Yeah, because Aaron Carter, he told us about the time he beat Shaq. Um, at what? Uh, yeah, at what basketball. That- he had, he had a, Aaron Carter had a song that it was like, it was called like, and that's how I beat Shaq. And like, it's a, it's a whole song about how like Shaq came to the basketball court and he played Shaq and he beat Shaq at basketball. That was just like the song. Anyway, regardless, that's neither Whoa. here nor there. Um, Sharon Carter being the power broker. How do you feel about that? Because that's also another thing that I don't like, but okay. How, uh, I understand what would make that happen. You know what I mean? Like, especially since like she was basically excommunicated from like everyone. Like she couldn't go back to her home. She couldn't do anything. She was basically just a criminal for years and had to like, make a living and like be on her own and like protect herself somehow. So putting herself in a position of power was the best way to protect herself because if she's the one that's calling the shots, then she's a lot less likely to get hurt. So I do understand why she would go down a more like, I guess like villainous. I don't even want to say, I don't know. Like it's kind of a villainous route. Yeah. Literally you see this like at the end, especially when you see the after credit scene, and she like gets her freedom, and uh, apparently that was all she wanted. But no, she goes right back to being like, "Oh, now we have an end. Now we have all the secrets and the weapons and all this." And I'm like, "Girl, girl, you just got your freedom. You can stop. Yeah. This is not gonna stop." And right. she's gotten into this mindset of like, she's gotten good at it, and she's been doing it for a while, and that's what she's gonna keep doing. So I understand why she's gotten into that mindset, especially after years of not being able to be just free in her own country. So I understand why it happened. I, I'm i low-key kind of excited for it because yeah. you don't really see a character go from like being a good guy to like fully turning into someone that could be an antagonist. And yeah. I'm kind of excited for that. Um, six minutes ago uh, uh, on Facebook, Cammy Sandoval says... And I'm sorry, Cammy. I, I I empathize with you. Uh, she says in all caps, "I need a Disney account, please help." Cry emoji. Oh, uh, and I'm sorry. It's uh, it's like this is a good show. Uh, people should have Disney Plus. I'm sorry, Cammy. The mouse um, is right in Dimitri's backyard. You can't compromise the safety, especially yeah. now. Uh, yeah. uh, but but thank you for watching the after show, I guess, for a show that you didn't watch. But hopefully this is, you know, we'll, we'll fill you in. You don't even need yeah. to watch the show. We'll just talk about what happened. Okay. Um, Dennis Brochart says she was building that empire for five years, right? I think more than five years because there's the year she's on the run uh, after Civil War. Which and was then, in 2015? Yeah, plus five years, mm-hmm. plus six or eight, no, six months past the snap or the unsnapping or whatever is now. Mm -hmm. So six months plus whatever was between Civil War and Infinity War and then five years, you know? So it's about seven years. Yeah, because, like, what year is it now in the MCU? um, Because... 2023, I think. Yeah, and then um, Civil War was in 2015, right? Civil War was... No... No, it was late. It was 2015. 2015? So it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. So, so she's like eight years, almost 10 years. 
10 years really like almost yeah eight years so it's, it's like she's almost been like doing this for a decade uh 2016 is captain america oh, okay. Civil war so okay. so, so seven we're years. dealing with four five six seven yeah 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 um which is still a long time to be on the run right mm-hmm. um seven years is a long time yeah and so like, like a whole new lifestyle and it's understandable she 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 didn't change here here's my thing is like under like i can understand if her motivation for being the power broker is to keep an eye on the bad guys she's still being a good person and like doing her thing that way but like again yeah you're right amanda is that like in the end crew excuse me um in the end credits uh she's like ha! now we have our in <laughs> we can steal more stuff and it's like what uh also somebody in the comments i forget who said they said that they would have liked to have known who sharon was talking to uh because she's talking to somebody who's she talking to you know um i don't know well don't you know the history of like the cia right just in general of course i do paul but enlighten me well <laughs> Like uh, drugs in Central America, and then like the whole oh yeah, all the, every conspiracy. Well, at the end of uh, Winter Soldier, she goes and works for the CIA after the fall yeah. of Shield, and I'm yeah. sure that you know with this movie being what it is, it's just another you know analogy, uh, mm. being that she's corrupt in a corrupt system, and yeah. uh, you know she's just using her resources. Like, after yeah. the snap, it just turned into anarchy for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And that's the result of destabilization. Who but knows now, though, continues? she could come back to being, she's, you know, if she if she's allowed back, what's the problem? Uh, I think the problem she, is, like, oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say, she doesn't hate it. That's all. Yeah. Like, it, she's been doing it for so long, and she's been accustomed to it, and she's, like, good at it. And also, I don't think it's going to be so easy to just be like, okay, I'm done now, bye. Like, she yeah. still has connections to people that are pretty dangerous. And I think if she completely cut ties, that could be dangerous for her as well as her family. So she's already gotten into, like, this criminal underground. It's going to be really hard to get out, especially when she's been doing it for so long and she's been so used to it that it's become, like, a part of her life. So, like, people change a lot in, like, two years, imagine seven. So right. I fully believe that she just got immersed into it, and that's just what she does now. That's her thing. Yeah, she has trust issues. Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> this is what I saw, though. I because in the comics, like Sharon Carter is is Steve's like one true love. Like Peggy's dead already, and like he doesn't go back in time. So like in the comics, Sharon Carter and Steve are like true, like the one true pairing, right? Um, and she does certain things that are like secret agency and like like doing kind of covert stuff that like Steve's like, what are you doing over there? She's like, nothing. And then like it turns out like she has like her old teams of like people. But I feel like because Steve had his thing with Peggy in the MCU, it's like, what do we do with Sharon? Do we need her? And then they were like, let's just turn her into a villain. And I just thought it was lazy, you know? I'd much rather they turn her into a villain than just stick her aside or, like, make her, a like, a love interest or some shit. Like, I like the fact that they did something other than, like, what they normally do. So, like, yeah, at least she has some kind of plot for herself, which, like, I could... That's more than I can say for a lot of characters that people just forget about. But, 
like I do like the fact that it kind of just kind of an example of like how a bad situation can turn a good person into like a not so good person like how yeah. some people don't make it out unscathed and some people don't make it out better than they were before some people make it out worse some people make it out like they they make it out the villain instead of right being the hero at the end yeah and so right it's a realistic scenario she's carly morgenthau's future mm -hmm. if, if then, carly didn't get <laughs> yeah yeah i hate that uh carter or yeah pff. sharon doesn't have any powers like all she has is a gun and money yeah and i, mean, I that's don't know power in itself <laughs> Don't get me yeah. wrong, that's power, but yeah. she had the serums and stuff and was like, I'm not going to take it yet. I'm not going to take any of this stuff. Yeah, she's not taking it. She's offering the serums to other people, but she never took it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't... As far as we know. Uh, but yeah, here's the thing, though. Is Sharon too far gone to come back and be a hero again, let's just say? Do you see that in her future? This was supposed to come after the Black Widow movie. Black Widow yeah. is a prequel, kind of a prequel. Is it a prequel? Yeah. It's like an in-betweenquel. It's yeah, it's an in-betweenquel, but with with flashbacks and stuff. Black Widow is supposed to come out first, then uh, 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 Falcon right. Winter Soldier, okay. then WandaVision. It was supposed to be kind of in that order. Okay. And then Shang Chi, I think. But like, um, but the point being is like, yeah. So, what was the Black, question, Paul? Well, Black Widow, because uh, Amanda was asking, is she too far gone? So oh, like, I was asking that. But oh, yeah, you yeah. were asking that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but Black Widow did tons of horrible stuff. And then the Winter Soldier, obviously, did tons of yeah. horrible stuff, not under his own volition. So. I don't think so, especially, like, since we got, like, the story of, like, Wanda and Pietro, where, like, they were literal, like, Hydra terrorists, and yeah. they still ended up Avengers. So, like, well, Wanda did, Pietro. But uh, I <laughs> yes. think... Uh, Pietro kind of didn't make it out of the movie, <laughs> but, but I um, I don't think that sharing is too far gone because of what we've seen other characters do that is like beyond worse. So yeah. I'm I I don't know if she's going to like redeem herself and become a hero again, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I think that she could like kind of rise to the top again and kind of flip the script and become like the Sharon that she was before. Maybe not exactly the same, maybe like kind of hardened and changed, but like not yeah. the one that's like, you know, selling the weapons to the war criminals. Um, right. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't get over that part. You know, like, what do you, there's, there's no well, Stark Industries like, is doing that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And but not in a ha -ha -ha way, right? Yeah. Isn't the intent? The intent is important, right? Like, Sharon yeah. knows, like, what she's doing is wrong. And she's just like, eh, all right, power. She's the power broker, you know? Isn't that the yeah. theme, though, in comic book movies, is that uh, non-powered beings tend to have no responsibility or obligation to being good? So, like, Lex Luthor or mm -hmm. J. Jonah Jameson not, you know, hating on Spider-Man despite i mean despite, i guess yeah. i mean um, same i mean i don't know i don't yeah, know I mean, I they're not that. in the same weight class obviously i'm trying to think of more yeah. like you know not well the kingpin like it was all it's almost like sharon carter's the new kingpin of madripoor sure. and 
Uh, I don't know. The the only, and never... I'm only giving I'm only giving Sharon a hard time because I actually wanted to draw a parallel between the redemption of John Walker and the like whether John Walker is is, is redeemable and whether Sharon Carter is redeemable and like somebody coined it as uh, empathy, like empathy, but with like H I N empathy. <laughs> Uh, that we do for these these characters, these male characters that like go on murderous rampages, Kylo mm-hmm. Ren, you know what I uh-huh. mean? Like, there's a lot, right? Where we're like, no, but they can be better, and like they can change, and they'll be the hero again and save the universe again. But it's like it doesn't make up for the fact like you murdered a bunch of people in Kylo Ren's, uh, uh, uh you know, okay. story. But then yeah. in 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 Walker, he killed one person, you know, that we know of. But the point being is like. Is he redeemable? Is Sharon redeemable? Like, why are we thinking that Walker's redeemable, but Sharon isn't? Or is I, it, I actually you know? went on a full-on rant about that when it came to, because uh, somebody, because, like, I had been talking about WandaVision during, like, its run and also, like, kind of the aftermath of it, and people yeah. were really quick to be like, well, Wanda's this and Wanda's that, and I'm like, but you're also the same person that stands Loki. You're also yeah. the same person that loves Tony, even though he made, like, a gajillion of his own villains. You're also yeah. the person that loves like all these characters that have done terrible things, but when Wanda does it, she's a crazy bitch and can't be redeemed. So where's the disconnect there? They're either all crazy bitches that can't be redeemed, or none, or all they can all be redeemed. You can't just pick and choose if you're standing Loki and hating on Wanda. That that's that's not how it works. And a lot of people right. don't understand that it's not about like oh you like this character more because I can like a character and understand that they've done terrible things. I can separate those two things. I love Loki as a character. He's a little shit and he's done horrible things. I can't sit yeah. here and say that he's done nothing wrong. He's done a lot wrong. But a lot of people can't distinguish between I like this character and they've done nothing wrong and I dislike this character and they're terrible. So yeah, I, they, I, I kind of pointed that out where I'm like, look, if you think that Wanda's a crazy bitch, then you can't sit there and say that Loki did nothing wrong. <laughs> right. So like, right. so... It's it's a discrepancy that people don't really want to. No, nobody wants to think badly of themselves. Nobody wants to think that they have an internal bias. Nobody wants to think that they have like a, a standard for one character and a standard for a different character. So when you point those things out, people get very uncomfortable and they think that you're attacking them. Meanwhile, you're just being like, "Hey, I'm pointing this thing out to you. Do with this information what you will." And yeah. I think the reason why is because we're so used to seeing like male characters on screen and so many honest portrayals of like male characters that when it happens the other way around, people are like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. What's going on? My brain can't, it's not working. So like when people were like, oh, like John Walker, like he's like, it it was justified. I'm like, it wasn't justified. You can like a character and still understand their actions were not justified. I can like Wanda. It's not okay that she imprisoned an entire town, but I can still like the character. And yeah. people yeah. don't understand that. So you should hate Professor Xavier for doing the same shit when he freezes people. Exactly. But like, I think that's the thing: is some things are more visceral, like when it comes to like the horrific thing they did. Mm-hmm. So if you're like sucking someone's energy, or if you're, you know, I going don't know. into their mind without consent, I, Professor Xavier. Yeah, killing <laughs> yeah. their Uncle Ben. I don't know, like. <laughs> It just depends on what hits you harder, and I get that as a fan, but you're right. With nuance also comes reflecting on your own personal biases. 
Mm -hmm. and, right. and yeah, we definitely have a uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, you, sorry. society. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's literally that's the definition of 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 kind of like the application of privilege is these are the chance like are as many chances and options given to you. Like we we essentially think of superheroes as a male space. Like a male space, like superheroes are superheroes, superheroes are men, men obviously save people, men obviously are the strongest heroes, blah, 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 blah. And then when Wanda comes in and tries to challenge that, people are like, you're not as strong as Doctor Strange. Also, you're bad. You're done bad. No more chances. And like, yeah. and it's like, what? How many times, like, how many times does Tony get second chances? You exactly. know? Like, he, he. He messes up so much, but we give him second chances. How many times does Tony get to be an asshole? And we're like, he's an asshole, but like he's our asshole. And then Captain Marvel is an asshole, an arrogant uh, character. And we're like, we're like, no, we don't want that. How dare you? Also, you know what I mean? How bad is and that? And then when you point that out. Yeah. And then when you point that out, people are like, oh, no, I just don't like characters like that. I'm like, but you just said you love Tony. Yeah. So where's what's the truth? <laughs> what is the truth? Right. Like, yeah. like the right. same people that like are on their knees being like, John Walker did nothing wrong are the same people that are like, I hate Captain Marvel. It's like, but why though? Like, so you like John Walker, who's confident and arrogant and thinks that he is above the law and can do whatever he wants and walks in there with his Pinterest shield. And he's fine. That's okay. But Captain Marvel being yeah. confident in her abilities, that's not okay. Don't you see your bias right. there? Like, you right. have to sit down and understand, hey, I have a bias and I need to work on that. That's all you need to do instead of just sitting there and throwing a tantrum and being like, well, it's not everything's about misogyny. And I'm like, yeah, and you also said that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier wasn't about racism, but here we are. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. But here we uh, are. How many episodes? Even in the context. <laughs> what? I was just going to say, how many episodes before you're just full blown? Like, if you're denying that racism is an issue, that you just qualify as a racist. I would say, like, episode two. If you I don't mean, get it. Live, <laughs> there's people that live decades. The Isaiah Bradley episode is like hitting people over the head. And yeah. like, hello. There's people that live decades closing their eyes and ears and think there's nothing wrong. You know what I mean? That there's people that are literally like in their 70s still denying that racism yeah. is a thing. So if you're going to be ignorant, yeah. you can you can beat it into somebody as much as you can. Like you can say it over and over again until you're blue in the face. You can show them every single news report, every single like Statistic. example, yeah. and they won't want to hear it. It's like the anti-maskers. Yeah. They don't care. Like if it's not right. affecting them directly, it's, it's not real. And that's right. how right. a lot of people think. Whereas like it's not affecting me, therefore it's not real. Uh, and right. it's, it's unfortunate. My experience is the only experience. Yeah, you know, do like, your own yeah. research. Yeah, like there's you, people that you like, do your own research. Like where, like if I say something, and they're like, "Well, I'm this, and I've never experienced that." I'm like, "Yeah, that's you." Like, just like if you if you've never broken your leg, that doesn't mean that other people haven't broken their leg. You know? Yeah. Like that's that yeah. people can't think beyond their own scope of like thinking. They can't think beyond their own experience, I'm and sure it's very important because you can't you can't grow as a person if you can't look beyond your own experience. Yeah. Right. Um, and again, in the context of the show, like Isaiah Bradley was never given any chances to be Captain America. Sam, 
never given any chances to be Captain America. John Walker, given a chance to be Captain America right off the bat, and he messes up, and they don't throw him in jail, so he's given a second chance at freedom just to be a normal person. And, uh, I mean, he doesn't even take that. He's like, I'm going to just go back, get back out there. And uh, and he gets no consequences know. for that either, even though no. it was literally illegal for him to go out his cap again. And he yeah. still did it, and nobody arrested him. He got no repercussions. Yeah. Meanwhile, Isaiah ended up in jail for the majority of his life for saving his friends. And nobody yeah. gets the, like, yeah. they don't understand that John Walker is literally the human embodiment in that show of white privilege. And Isaiah yeah. is the example of what it is like to be an oppressed group. And it literally does not compute in their head. He did. Yeah. He broke the law again, and he got to walk away and get a new cool suit with his wife and have a, a life right. of his own after he broke and, the law again. And like, his wife and him are so in denial, too. They're just like, this is a new beginning, honey. And it was like, what? Like, what? A new beginning? Like, you, you murdered someone last week. <laughs> right. I mean, he, he had a probably new beginning. Killed, he probably killed people on his three tours, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. That's how you get metal sometimes. Yeah. Oh, he had the battle star under his shield when he was fighting. It took me a second to realize mm-hmm. what that was. Was that what it, was that what, what that was? I for think battle star. Yeah, that's for battle star. Oh, all right. So Whatever. it's kind of a revenge, but for good reasons. But there's never oh. a good reason for revenge. Half baked character, uh, and I'd like to see because uh, I want to. I do want to talk thunderbolts. Uh, uh, whether this could go in the Thunderbolts direction as people say or as people want. Miss um, Marauder says, I think it was his Medal of Honor. Um, it Smitty says, I don't want her, being Sharon Carter, to become good again because we barely saw her being the bad guy. The only thing we know are stories about the power broker in Madripoor. So I, I, I think what he's trying to say is we, we didn't really see her be the bad guy per se. So, you know what I mean? Like, what's the worst thing she's done as Power Broker? I don't know. But uh, that line was so hokey, like uh, you said. We got access what? to everything. The candy store is open. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> DC is back, baby. <laughs> That's, I always bring that up because somebody, somebody. Yeah, somebody brought up somebody brought up um, the Snyder cut being like 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 God's gift to people, I guess. And somebody was like, like the Snyder cuts amazing. DC's back, baby. And I'm like, oh, OK. Um, I don't know. Oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, do you guys think that this is going to go in a, in a Thunderbolts direction? Is that kind of what we're, we're seeing with Contessa and U.S. Agent and Zemo? Oh, Zemo's butler blew up the the other the remaining three super soldiers. I wish Zemo's butler was the. That was broker. crazy. I think that would have been. <laughs> that would have been so. Yes, Master Zemo, I've been uh, <laughs> taking care of business every day. Yeah. Oh my god! I love I love how he just looked at the news report. And he was like, "Oh, they passed away." Oh, and he just went back to reading his book in his van. Yeah, his van. Okay. Yeah. I saw those waffle. I can't. Yeah, waffle souls. Uh, they gave him vans in prison. But Contessa. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was Zemo telling the butler, but then Contessa makes a big thing about like whether she was actually the person or not, and then like she's like, "Well." Look, who, so I feel like Zemo and her in, in cahoots, right? 
I mean, they have to be. They kind of intercut that, like those scenes together. So normally yeah. when they intercut scenes together, it means that those like characters are related to each other in some aspect. Yeah. And I don't think she yeah. would have like played around and thrown it out there because she seems like the type of like performative person to be like, yeah, I did it. And what? Like, I think that yeah. she also had something to do with it because if she put it out there and she was like teasing it like that, I think it was also something that she must have done. And since yeah. it like went so quickly from that scene over to like the butler and Zemo where it's all together, they have to be in cahoots somehow. Like, I think yeah. that it has to make sense somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Zemo but, can't work with superpowered people. Yeah, no, he doesn't like it. Like, he destroyed the serums, and the only reason John got it is because he got an extra one that yeah. rolled away. Yeah. So I don't see him as Citizen V with a superpowered team. Well, uh, is he against superpowers or super soldiers? Like, would, was he against Iron Man? Not necessarily, right? Because Iron Man worked for his... He worked for his suit, right? That In Zemo's mind? Like, Zemo wouldn't take Iron Man's suit from Iron Man. So he's right? going to, like, command the S- Sinister Six? He's going to get... Or, um, or like... Scorpion Yeah, maybe. Vulture. I mean, the real question is, how does Zemo work with John Walker if John Walker's a super soldier? Yeah, that's... yeah. Either that or he didn't... Either that or maybe he... I don't know. I, I think he would have known if, like, Contessa was also involved in it, you know? Like, I think he would have known if, like, Contessa was also in cahoots with John. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know that she's, like, in talks with John. Like, maybe she's keeping that from him. That'd be the only way that I could, like, think about where he'd be like, oh, like, he's in cahoots with Contessa, but he doesn't know that Contessa's in cahoots with John. Right. Right. So, Um, kind of like a a reverse domino effect. Honestly, I was hoping those super soldiers, well, the Flag Smashers that were caught... After they got yeah. nuked, uh, yeah. survived or something, you know, oh, just yeah. so they could use them. Also, another but thing, no. too, it's like Carly got shot a couple of episodes ago and she lived. Like, she got injured and then she got shot this yeah. episode and she died. So I'm like, does it depend on, like, where like, you get around. shot? Probably, right? Yeah, she huh? got shot Was in it the really? shoulder. She got shot in the gut, like, a lot. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Karen just like unloaded, you know. Yeah, she just kind of. Yeah. But like um, that—that that was one thing where I'm like, did I see that right? Because I know she got shot a couple episodes ago, and she was like kind of fight, like she was fighting and like not acting like she just got shot. But also, yeah. Also, if you have super strength, you have access to crazy weapons. Get some armor. You have more yeah. stamina, more strength. Pile it on. If it's hard to move around in, just you know. Yeah. Well, are are you saying yeah. kind of like Piccolo, like Piccolo and Dragon Ball Z, where the weighted stuff, so that you I'm not can take saying it get stronger. People's asses. That's all. That's all supposed okay. to be used for like speed and uh, strength. Yeah. No, I mean like just wear armor because you're not bulletproof. Yeah. You know? Captain America has a shield, so that's yeah, like pretty at smart. Least, like, protect the center, like protect your like everything here. Because that's that's what yeah. bulletproof vests are for, and you can still move in those. So yeah. like, yeah, hmm. have a hot dog cart as your armor. Just just put it on. Just I'm I'm a hot dog guy. No, I'm not. I'm a flag smasher. Like, I don't know. Just improvise. <laughs> I feel like you're just inv- inventing inventing villains at this point. <laughs> the, hot sure. dog uh, the hot dog smasher. The hot dog smasher. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to 
Strip Club Thursdays. Uh, we got Hot, Hot Dog Smasher. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Thank you, Kielbasa Joe. We got Hot Dog Smasher. Kielbasa Joe. No, like uh, Sam Swords, like, oh, you earned that ass whooping. I'm like, that was so, mm -hmm. oh my God. And also, like, where he's like, I'm Captain America. And the guy was like, I thought Captain America was on the moon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The whole running gag of like Cap being on the moon. That was one thing I was like, if they have an after credit scene of just old man Cap chilling on the moon, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. Uh, here, here's die. Matt, Matt brought up a good point. Matt likes it best when post-credits tease upcoming stories, but I feel yeah. like we didn't get enough. Like, maybe maybe are we spoiled when it comes to, like, every post-credit has Thanos being like, I shall move one step closer to Earth. And, like, it's like, And then Whoa! change his skin color again and be, like, yeah. pink to purple to blue. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, it's Smitty says, when the armored truck was falling, I honestly thought Spider-Man was going to come and save it. I guess... I mean, I wasn't expecting Spider-Man, but I think I was, ex I don't know, maybe I was expecting something more. Uh. Well, wait a minute. As far as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when does this take place? I know that WandaVision was before uh, Homecoming. So it's, This is before Homecoming also. This is also this like two Homecoming? months okay. before Homecoming. Yeah. Got it. Because yeah. uh, if it had been after homecoming, I'd be like, Spidey's hiding. <laughs> like, Spidey is not going uh, yeah. outside. Yeah. Like, no, he'd be yeah. in his Iron Spider costume at this point. Yeah. Like, you would still have that. Um, uh, Matt Morey says, I don't want post-credits to tie up storylines that should have been tied up within the show itself. Yeah. So then tie up tie up the story within the show, and the post-credits is, like, what's coming next. That yeah. is kind of what we're used to. Or, uh, I, and, yeah, I get I mean, that. We understand um, the production issues and the order, and then the editing by not having... Was it tuberculosis was supposed to be the thing that killed, yeah, Mama, Mama, Mama Donya, Donya, Mama Donya, Madani, Mama Donya, yeah, Mama Donya, Madani, yeah, there we go, yeah, meow meow, it it's Smitty, it's Smitty corrected me. Yes, I always get these two names mixed up because they're always home related. Far from home is eight months after the unsnapping. Oh yeah. And that's what I meant. Homecoming is before, obviously, before Infinity before, War. Before, like, everything. Yeah. And then after Endgame is Far From Home, which is eight months after Endgame. There's um, just a lot of homes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Bucky is homes. full step And then there's going to be No Way Home. And then there's going to be No Way Home. Um, can we talk about Bucky and full stepdad mode looking on all proud at Sam and then <laughs> letting the kids, the kids play on his arm. So good. That's so cute. Yeah, and like the so proud good. smile that he had at Sam. I was just like, this is like, this is prime, like bonding. I love this. Mm -hmm. Like the therapy worked. I am so happy for Bucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I did cry at that part. At the, at the, at the, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? What, what was the, What's the guy who lost his son? What was his no. name? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, no, I forgot his name too. And then he didn't get his date. He didn't get his date yeah. with the girl. I mean, um, was... that's really awkward. So, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I got something I just, in Louisiana. That guy was, like, a little psych. It was so sad. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got something. I wish in I, Louisiana. I got a Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But like, I wish he spent we spent more time with that scene, even a minute yeah. longer. Your make age? me cry like more. You no, know, uh, with 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 the 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 guy who lost the his old son. man that had the shrine of his son. Yeah. Oh, Mars Bar says uh, Yori, but I don't. Yori. Yori. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember he had, he had a last name, but I forget his last name. But the point being is, um, I would have liked a little bit more of that, like really like stick the knife into me and 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 twist that because that's a big bombshell of yeah. like, oh yeah, I killed your son. I've I'm been hanging sorry. out with you all this time, but like your son <clears throat> yeah. and it's my fault. Like, it's the last episode and that's what it felt like was like, just wrap it up. Like, yeah. yeah. People. Yeah, um, like the Oscar speech. It sucks, but yeah. And the music starts playing. <laughs> yeah. Play you uh, the stage. Uh, but Isaiah's statue, though, that was a big one. Eyeballed. That was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm just glad he wasn't right about them going after him. Mm-hmm. Because he was so paranoid about that. That he'd be killed now. I, I think yeah. that's the that's the thing though. Once you go public with that statue, he can't be killed. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now he's a like, symbol. Now yeah, he's but a he's, symbol. He's old. Mm-hmm. He could die of natural right. causes. I mean that he is he could fake his natural causes. And we know super yeah. yeah. We fake his natural causes. Oh. It'd be suspicious he, as hell. Yeah. Like it would yeah. still be very suspicious. Like, I don't think Sam he was, was lugging around trees. Right. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was like, go Isaiah. He's like, he lives. <laughs> he was, yeah, he's he's doing his thing. I, I um, love when they do that in Marvel. It was like, oh, he's carrying something heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that, yeah. though, because it casualizes, like, oh, casualizes. Is that a word? I don't even know. It's too It works for me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm cool. add, it, add it to the lexicon. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it kind of like shows the functionality of like their powers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not just yeah used for fighting. They could just be used to lift something really heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in yeah. like The Incredibles, where like Elastigirl, um, like goes underneath with the vacuum and she uses her like her stretching ability. And like when uh, Mister Incredible like lifts the couch so she can get under it. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it's it's a practicality and it's like oh I love that because yeah. people do that in everyday life. Like when they have a skill, they just use it. Um, it's Smitty says, "What do you think Bucky's future looks like? White Wolf, maybe, or is he gonna be the Clint of the series now? What does it mean, the Clint of the series? Like <laughs> he, he doesn't matter anymore? <laughs> With he an N? Is that the? Joke? I guess I don't know. The Clint yeah, of the not- series." The Clint of the series, yes. Um, uh, but is is that the joke that like Clint doesn't do anything? He won't have so, his like, own just movie. Though. Well, wave wave one and two, he wouldn't have his own movie. He just shows up as you know in an Avengers movie, essentially. Is that what? Okay, is that what we're, he's saying? The Clint of the series, then? Uh, like, does Bucky matter in the whole scope of this new Captain America that is Sam? I think so. I definitely think so. Because, like, the thing about Bucky, like, you even see, like, how much he struggles with his own identity now that Steve is gone. And he even tells Sam, he's like, if Steve's gone, like, that means, like, I don't know what that means for me anymore. You know what that means? Like, you know what I mean? Because he, he just had this whole, like, identity crisis because he's just like, okay, Steve is gone. The person that saw good in me is gone. So does that mean I'm a good person? And now, like, 
and in that moment too where he like sees Sam fly down in his suit and he looks so proud and he looks so happy because it looks like now he kind of has that reassurance that there is someone out there that sees good in him and he can be a good person and he can continue to be a good person even if Steve isn't around because they reiterate that multiple times like, like Steve is gone you need to find your own purpose Steve is gone you can't rely on what Steve thought about you because he's gone and like I think especially like when we saw that whole um, scene where he's no longer under the control of the Winter Soldier and he just cries and has this moment of relief when they say the um, the code words and he doesn't lash out, he doesn't fight, and he's just so happy and relieved. And yeah. I do think that he has a purpose because we saw him go through all this stuff and saw him go through all this stuff against his will. And then he finally like made amends with all those people and... I think he has nowhere else to go but up. Like, yeah. I, that's where I think Bucky is going, where it's like he has nowhere else to go but up. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marauder Clint, says... Oh, sorry, what? what was that? Oh, yeah, and as far as Clint is concerned, I, I don't think Bucky can be the Clint of the series because Bucky's had so much development, and Clint was just randomly given a family, and that was his development. Yeah. <laughs> given a family yeah. and murdered people in Japan, and that was his development. <laughs> Gotta keep yeah. fridging uh, wherever you can. Yeah. <laughs> snapping and dusting. Gotta make orphans it's out of Smitty. some people somehow. Uh, it's Smitty says like he's gonna go settle. He's gonna go settle and go away from the action, but help when they call for him, as opposed to always be around. Uh, I mean, it's possible, but I think like Bucky is still uh, co-workers. Like Miss Marauder says, yes, uh, they're co-workers. And Miss Marauder says, and he's obviously sticking around since he's going to be Sam's brother-in-law. And so, <laughs> like, are we are we gonna are we gonna see that? I think it, I think it's more of a like a like a sense of community, right? Like Bucky has yeah. never had that community, you know, this whole time. Like, other than being a hero or a villain like he's never been a person right mm -hmm. and he had like, to, like he's never been of, able to put down roots yeah like develop a personality like this is the most we've seen bucky have a personality because he finally yeah. is able to have a personality and yeah it's nice to see him like smile and joke and actually like be a human being and yeah. that's why like he kind of defrosted as a character and it was nice to see like the person underneath the super soldier so yeah. as far as, and, and also like the whole thing where he, he started very bitter with Sam and very resentful the fact that Sam didn't take up the mantle. And then he finally came to that understanding of like, I didn't think about how much pressure that could have been on someone like you versus someone like me. And yeah. where he finally comes to that understanding of like, you weren't being selfish, you were protecting yourself. And I never understood that because I never could understand that because I'm not you. And yeah. he went through this whole just, not only internal, but external growth, where it's like, I don't think they will just throw him away after he went through all that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's Smitty says Bucky's the best when he's a sidekick, so I don't know what he's going to do. Best case possibly goes to Wakanda and teams up with Shuri. I think, I mean, he could definitely do a lot more, and we can, I mean, they'll, they'll find ways uh, none of these character stories are over, you know? Yeah. We're going to see Sam and Bucky be partners, right? Um, Bucky is the Ms. liaison. Miss Marauder says, yes, I totally agree. What's up? Oh, Bucky is the liaison to Wakanda as far as yeah. most time spent there and, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Miss Marauder, I think, uh, is saying she agrees with uh, Amanda's assessment. Yes, I totally agree. I feel like I liked Bucky before, purely on the surface level, but I feel much more connected to his character now, and I love him and Sam more than ever, you know? Uh, I think this 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 show has definitely given a chance to to and and WandaVision too is to you know given screen time to these characters that wouldn't have gotten screen time or didn't get screen time right and that we all took for granted we're like Falcon is just Falcon that's all Falcon needs to be and Winter Soldier is just Winter Soldier and uh, you know Wanda's that magic girl that's it you know we I find out that these characters are way more season two they are talking about it right. It should be taking down. They haven't down. said anything about. Yeah, it should be taking down what? Sharon Carter. Fair uh, thing, it wouldn't be Falcon and the Winter Soldier because he's no longer the Falcon. That's true. He's Captain right. America. And it's like right. I don't think so they changed might... the title to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was its own arc, like it's right. its own contained yeah. miniseries, like Wandavision was. And th- maybe right. they'll show up in other like MCU projects. As like the um, like Captain America and the Winter Soldier, but I don't think like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to oh. get another season. Yeah. Uh, somebody said the end title was Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Really? Was it really? Did I not notice that? Oh, the two. I didn't notice that. Yeah. There you go. You're like, yeah, okay, Wait, interesting. It- I, di- I didn't see that. That it would have been right after like like the whole scene about like with, with Sam and Bucky and Sarah and like, like the family and, and whatnot on the <laughs> ship in, in that area. And then it goes to that title. So yeah. Yeah. Said oh. it like two or three times. All right. Uh, uh, Miss Marauder says, yep. I screamed at my TV. So I missed that and I get it now. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that we got a series out of it, you know? And, uh, 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 it, it was a different ride than WandaVision, but um, I'm happy for both of them. Yeah. Both, both shows. And um, I'm excited for Loki. And I'm excited for Loki as well. Uh, if that's going to be interesting. Um, Loki's going to be a mind trip. So, you know, we will see how that goes. Um, thank you, uh, everybody out there, uh, to the audience out there for watching us, uh, watching this, this episode um, of the after show. Um, uh, you are probably watching us on one of these many platforms that we're streaming to. Obviously, our main platform is volume.com slash the Keeg Show. But no matter what platform you're watching on, please like, comment, subscribe, do whatever, whatever it is people do nowadays, follow, you know, that so on and so forth and help support the key uh, uh, with, with just a, a number. It's, you know, it's just like one more to our follows or subscribe. Um, thank you, Paul, for being co-host uh, uh, of this whole season uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, doing your part uh, to make the show better. And Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show, staying up super late. I know it's uh, different, but like, I think the finale was worth it, you know? Yeah, definitely was. Yeah. Thank you. Um, before we get going, uh, Miss, uh, uh, I was going to say Mr. Plow, Paul. Um, uh, uh, Paul uh, plugs, do announcements. Plug? Do you have any plugs, any announcements, anything? Uh, to say, uh, I'm no, I'm fine. Okay, cool. Uh, you can you can see Paul's uh all Paul's social media there on the display there. Uh, Amanda, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to uh, uh say? Uh, uh, you know, anything coming up? 
Uh, well, thank you guys for having me on. I've never been on a podcast before, so this is really cool. <laughs> and, All right, first um, time. Yeah, first podcast. And yeah. um, I have a lot of nerd content, so if you like nerd content in general, um, anime, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, follow me at Amanda Just Five and on TikTok and the Amanda 2D on Instagram. And yeah, that's all I gotta say. Uh, what was your What was your uh, uh, TikTok again? Uh, I Amanda have your Just other t- uh, your Amanda Amanda Just Vibin. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't display your TikTok, uh, uh, but uh, next time you're on the show, and I will get you back, uh, I'll make sure to put your TikTok on the display. Right. No away. problem. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Amanda, for being on this uh, episode or, or in Paul's case, on this season. Uh, follow, uh, you know, like, follow, subscribe wherever you're on social media uh, with The Keeg. We're on TikTok at The Keeg Show. Instagram at The Keeg Show. Uh, uh, we got, uh, uh, obviously, we're on volume.com slash The Keeg Show. We're on Twitch, so on and so forth. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, we got another episode of The Keeg Back. We're playing the Pokemon drinking game. It's uh, Pokemon Ruby Sapphire. We've already played the other two gen, uh, generations. Uh, but we're going to get drunk and play uh, the this board game that is the Pokemon drinking game. So stay tuned. And then on Saturday, uh, we are talking about Mortal Kombat. So if you like Mortal Kombat, stay tuned on Saturday. We're going to do a live stream for that. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Uh, Farewell. So long and farewell. Uh, We will be back with this after show when Loki starts back up again. And uh, uh, we'll do the same thing there. But uh, I will miss everybody. But stay in touch. And again, we still got a whole bunch of shows that are weekly. So, you know. We'll, we'll see everybody. Uh, other than that, once again, this was the Falcon, the Winter Soldier after show. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and uh, peace out. King.